Welcome to Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. My name is Adrian Lara. I co-host this show with Greg Catapodi, who is a huge fan of Frasier. This guy has seen every episode multiple times, while me, on the other hand, am a newbie. I'm a relatively unfamiliar with Frasier. I knew of it, but never really got into it. So I'm seeing every episode for the first time. Let's do this. I'm Greg Catapodi. And I'm Adrian Lara. And this is Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch episode. And this is Season 1, Episode 17, A Midwinter's Night's Dream? Okay, so in the course of this interaction, in the course of this first scene, Frasier is discussing with Niles Maris and the relationship Niles has with his wife Maris. And Frasier gets Niles to admit that things have been kind of in a rut lately between Maris and Niles. Frasier recommends to Niles, maybe what you should do is you should spice up the relationship in the boudoir. <laughs> what do you mean, Frasier? Well, you know, you know, I, I was thinking you could, um, in the boudoir, maybe you guys could... Um... It's great because Frasier... Right, like... Um, uh... Yeah. Uh, uh, ooh, oregano? Yeah. <laughs> Frazier does not seem to have a lot of experience <laughs> in kinky or anything that might be outside the norm. I understand <laughs> saffron is quite decadent. <laughs> yeah. It was great because essentially he says nothing. He's like, uh, 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 uh. But I would have loved it if he just gave in some, like, very, the most bland <laughs> advice. Well, you know, me and uh, Lilith, <laughs> sometimes she would take her pants off. <laughs> We would intercourse uh, without a sheet between us. <laughs> what? Lilith loves anal. Uh. <laughs> That's a good ender. <laughs> Lilith loves anal. <laughs> so we set up that Daphne is going to have a date with the guy at the coffee shop. We established that Niles is having some difficulty in his marriage. Frazier advises Niles to spice it up. Next scene, Frazier's home. Niles is knocking on the door. Frazier's like, what's going on? It's the middle of the night. Niles says, I had nowhere else to go. I'm sorry. And he's wearing a trench coat. He takes off the trench coat. It's revealed that he's wearing a pirate's outfit, mm -hmm. complete with puffy shirt. Right. Apparently, the evening of dress up and role play went horrible. The reason Niles shows up at Fraser's apartment is that Maris apparently arrived late home. He was all dressed up in his pirate outfit. He was like, he was <laughs> wearing the eye patch as a thong, basically. Yeah. Which is interesting because he had the whole outfit when right. he arrived at Fraser's. Well, that's the thing. Like, he got thrown out, but he had time to get dressed into this elaborate costume. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a cre another created reality problem. If you actually get thrown out of your house by your wife because she thinks you were, like, trying to expose yourself to the maid, mm -hmm. you're lucky if you get out in boxers and a shirt. Yeah. Right? Because this is not something easy. He looks good in this outfit. This doesn't look <laughs> thrown together. Yeah. He, it looks, like, tailored to his body. Right. Yeah. It's not like, oh, all they had was a double extra large. <laughs> I got to well, get something. Yeah. Had... That might have even been a funnier and... angle where he shows up, took off the trench coat to reveal the pirate outfit. And instead of the pirate outfit that he has on that fits well, if he took it off and it was like a sexy woman's outfit, like a Halloween <laughs> pirate where it's like a, a short skirt and the knee high right. boots, the dominatrix boots. Yeah. If I thought you were going to be a pirate. I went, 
to Party City. This, uh, this is all they. This had is left. all they had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Why are you wearing eyeliner?" He's like, "I'm a pirate." <laughs> or uh, they said there was an upstairs maid, implying yeah. there's a downstairs. Right. Maid. Yeah. <laughs> right. So how this happened was he got thrown out. So he went to his dressing valet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who assisted him in being presentable. Right. And he was like, "Okay, I have to do a bit for my brother." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the idea of, of this episode of Frasier is that Maris comes home, kicks him out because she thinks that Niles is fooling on with the maid. Niles has nowhere else to go. So he ends up staying the night. So it's the next morning. They're all having breakfast. Daphne's there. And Daphne's bragging about her new relationship. She's like, oh, Eric, the waiter, me and Eric. And Niles is getting annoyed that she keeps mentioning Eric is like, will you stop mentioning Eric? And we find out that Maris has left town to visit her favorite spa in, I believe, Arizona. Arizona, yes. To submerge herself in a mud bath because it relaxes her. What creature is not relaxed by returning to their spawning grounds? (laughs) (laughs) It's like at the front desk of the spa. It's like ring, 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 and like... Oh, Mrs. Crane, of course. Uh, Room is available, always for you. Oh, yes, I did have a child. (laughs) (laughs) You can sense her. (laughs) (laughs) So so Maris needs to just relax. She's so stressed out about her marital troubles, so she goes to this spa... And (laughs) She has to commune with the earth and her dead but still living ancestors (laughs) to make proper decisions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She has to go to the stone council (laughs) below a nondescript spa in Tempe, Arizona. (laughs) And on the side, the camera pans over and it's like, warning, do not get in mud pit. (laughs) She gets worse every time we talk about it. Yeah, she's a a monster. And so... (laughs) <laughs> Monster might be underselling it. Yeah. <laughs> so if she's she's meeting with the other creatures that are like her, maybe she's having uh, some kind of girls' night out. Let's say with the other monsters. Girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> Just her and her monster girlfriends getting together and um, girls night out. <laughs> Uh, there's so much flesh on that bone. Yeah, we it, it's great because we do it every pot. Like it seems like every podcast yes. we do this, but still, it's still funny. It's still funny. It's Who's funny. your father? The king in yellow. Hashjor. All devastation. All entropy. All chaos comes from him and me. I'm a daddy's girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Frazier and. Daphne and Martin are there and they're just at Fraser's house discussing Niles and his problem with his marriage. The father suggests that Niles just cook her dinner, a nice dinner, and get her flowers. That's all you need to do to make things up with her. She'll forget about it. And so we get to the plot point where Niles says, oh, well, our chef's on leave or whatever contrived method they get mm-hmm. <laughs> to get Daphne to cook the dinner for Niles as a favor. Oh, no. I just shot jocks before I came over. 
<laughs> it was very flimsy, but Niles like, damn, that shock had to have appendicitis of all weeks. <laughs> Only weak, simple men have appendicitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Daphne agrees or volunteers to cook for Niles and Maris. Okay, so Daphne is at Niles' home, and it's a stormy night. It's rainy. She comes in, and she's drenched, and she's warming herself by the fire. There's a fireplace, and she does this move, or I guess Niles, rather, does the move that we've seen, I want to say, at least six times in the series, where she bends over, and Niles looks at her ass, and it's been not just Niles, but it's been other people. We've seen Bulldog. We've seen, like, it seems to be a thing the writers on this show are obsessed with ass. Yeah, that was a thing uh, in the writer's room. Uh, we call that the cash register. Because, uh, you know, the head writer said, hey, if you can uh, ever get a uh, Daphne bending over uh, and uh, Niles looking at it, and that's uh, 500 bucks. So uh, whenever I'm watching this on, uh, you know, in syndication or whatever, and uh, one of these go on, I go, cha-ching! <laughs> That's what we call the catch register, see? It doesn't have to be Daphne. I mean, if you want to do Ross, hey, it still counts. <laughs> Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, is there a way you can come up with to ejectify a woman for our own amusement? Yeah, is there any way we could do this? Now, now remember, uh, it does not have to be clever. <laughs> I want to stress that. I want to say There's, no cleverness at all. This is not a punchline. Yeah. There's nothing to this other than uh, the male gaze and Niles leering at a woman. <laughs> That's all the payoff all I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, guys? Hey, you know what? I'm going to make it even easier. It could be Niles. It could be Bulldog. You know what? Why don't Frazier? Let's have it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> all three at oh. the same time. If you can get all multiple guys, hey. That's a triple. That's 1500. a triple. 1,500. <laughs> yeah. If any of you guys get a hat trick going, <laughs> 1,500. <laughs> So Daphne is at the house. She is trying to warm herself up by the fire. Niles receives a phone call from Maris saying that she's not going to be able to make it home that night because of the storm. I guess her plane got grounded. And that's when Niles notices her ass, Daphne's ass. And he says, oh, you really should come home. I think you should get here. The suggestion is that he doesn't know what could happen mm -hmm. when there's a gorgeous woman in his bed or in his, not in his bed. In his home. In his home. Like his he, palatial mansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the temptation is just too great. So cut back to Frazier and Marty back at the apartment. Marty's like, Frazier, you think it's all right for, you know, uh, Niles and uh, Daphne to be alone together? And Frazier's like, ah, oh, come on, Dad, he's a nebbish. He's just got a little crush. You know, he always has these crushes. So it's interesting that the way they use a crush for Niles, like, right. this is his thing. He just always has crushes. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. But he knows exactly where crush ends and stalking begins. He's <laughs> yeah. like, Dad, it's just a crush. It's only stalking when the restraining order's been served. Yeah. And if they can't find me, it's <laughs> not official yet. <laughs> and it's a cold day in hell before a process server gets past my front gate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> He's got his guards, he's, he's got a moat, he's got dogs. Before a process server makes it onto the property, they have a whole <laughs> obstacle course to get through. Yes. Uh, Fraser, I've been studying the parkour <laughs> yeah. to improve my chances at evading the process <laughs> server. There's no one <laughs> yeah. that can catch me. <laughs> I'm quite lithe, you see. <laughs> 
All right, so we are back at the manor. Niles recommends to Daphne, oh, put on anything you find in the closet because she's totally drenched in water. And so she goes up, she comes back down, and she is wearing this white nighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's obviously there to lure, to tempt Niles right. even more. Because he does everything except say, bazooka, and his <laughs> eyes pop out yeah. or some crap, you know? Yeah, his eyes pop out, his, yeah. his hat falls off you right. know it's like oh he does everything but make a old-fashioned car horn sound you know Ooga! <laughs> his eyes did not pop out and he didn't like you know pass out yeah and i love her justification she's like well it's the only thing that fit <laughs> you had, i guess apparently mares we're learning is small yes which in my mind as the the monster creature we've depicted her to be i have a picture her as more like massive like uh, an entity no but, she's more like terrifyingly thin oh and i see slender Oh, like I see. She's basically a skeleton wrapped in skin. Ah, you know. Yeah. But this terrible strength that can like tear and rend. Yeah. And impossible speed. So you just see this thing, and you can barely see it in the darkness. Yeah. And then it just lunges at you. Yeah. Or into your mind. But there's like you know she goes to Maris's wardrobe wing, and there's just like a box mark conservative uh, nightgown. Yeah. Flannel pajamas. Yeah. Extra large. Sheer negligee. <laughs> she, of course, picks the most revealing outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if, if that wasn't there, like, what the next step would be. Mm-hmm. She's like, she sees the, the flannel. She sees the, the nightgown. And she just comes across it. Oh, here's some, right. here's some whipped cream here. Pile I guess of, I'll... <laughs> pile of whipped cream. Whipped cream. I might as well just put this over. <laughs> yeah, she comes in. She's just wearing a ribbon from, like, a present. <laughs> Covered it's the over. only thing I could find. <laughs> We're just friends, so I figured it'd be appropriate to just wear one <laughs> over each breast. That's all. <laughs> and then there's a sash, and <laughs> yeah, just... and it's Mayor of Daphne Town, and I'm going to put it over you. <laughs> yeah, you. I, will, I don't want you to catch a cold. <laughs> <laughs> don't misinterpret this. And again, this is, might be the writer's room's fault. Where yeah. It's like yeah. you can't come up with a good emotional inadvertent seduction for Daphne. Yeah. So let's come up with an inadvertent physical yeah. one. Right. Is that too harsh? No, 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 no. I think that's like she. Yeah, you know, she. <laughs> obviously, she's into it. Yeah, you know, that's like the. <laughs> that's like the. Guys, we know how all women are trying to seduce and ruin men. Mm-hmm. So I need to right. put that into <laughs> the show again. <laughs> Another rough date, family court, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> You know it. <laughs> you know it. High five. <laughs> <laughs> so as we continue on. Yeah, Deborah's new boyfriend, Todd, drives a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Just some random <laughs> random extra detail. <laughs> Do you know Deborah started dating her attorney? Okay. Oh, my God. Fuck. Fucking women. And he's just typing away. <laughs> tick, tick. I'll get the new episode ready when it's ready. Oh, damn it. I'm Joe D'Angelo, and my goal is to date your wife. <laughs> I'll bet that divorce attorneys get plenty of rebound action. That's why I got into lawyering. <laughs> it's for all that rebound. Let's uh, t- check out the ABA ethics code. Rebound action. Ah, yes, here we are. <laughs> yeah. It's okay after payment in full. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like, okay, it's been shaking hands. It's been a pleasure working with you. Uh, Mrs. I'm sorry, Miss Adams. Uh, I think our business here is done. And uh, your check cleared, so. So, <laughs> uh, what do you think? You want to bang? 
So Daphne and Niles are discussing things and there seems to be, uh, they're sitting really close to each other. They're practically spooning without touching each other, if that can paint the picture. There's the purity sheet between them. Yeah, there's a purity sheet between them, of course. It's interesting because like through the course of these conversations of there's a series of Daphne and Niles bonding, it is leading the audience to believe like, are they going to make out? Are they going to hook up? Is this going to become a relationship? Because through the course of them interacting and getting personal and having this fireplace conversation, they're comfortable. She's in the nightgown. They reveal that Daphne and her coffee redhead boyfriend guy, he broke up with her because he's got to focus on his band. And Niles is saying, oh, no, Daphne. You're a beautiful woman. You're going to find someone. Any guy that will do treat you like that is a fool. And so they're connecting. It's interesting because Daphne makes a statement. It's like, oh, I fall in love too easy, I do. <laughs> I get crushes, you know? Sometimes I follow men to their places of employment. Yeah. Sometimes I watch them. <laughs> it's, it's just it's such a silly thing, you know? I just go head over heels for them. It's like, oh, Daphne, I understand. <laughs> Oh, Daphne, I know a thing or two about crushes. I have crushes, too. <laughs> it's still a crush, and it's a crush until there's a restraining order. That's why I always say. <laughs> we have so much in common, we do. Didn't know this uh, fun fact. Uh, Radiohead actually wrote Creep about Niles and Daphne. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you're making that up or not, but I want to believe that that's the truth. <laughs> So Niles attempted to reach out to Frazier. He's calling and leaving a message expressing his concerns, like basically saying, Frazier, please, I don't know. I'm here alone. Please, I need some help. And so we get to see the message played on the answer machine. <laughs> He's like, pick up, pick up, not pick up, Frazier, please pick up. Don't like, screen me. Don't screen me. <laughs> is this the world that they live in that Frazier is screening Niles's calls? Mm-hmm. And there's like 20 messages on right. the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frazier, Frazier, come quick. I'm down at Cafe Nervosa and they're out of skim milk. <laughs> There's a little carafe uh, I keep in your refrigerator. It is insulated. If you could bring some milk down here, click. <laughs> uh, Fraser, I ran out of time on the last message. Again, Niles, Cafe Nervosa. They're out of skim milk. They're right next to a mini mart. I don't know why they can't just send <laughs> someone over. Yeah, it's really, I don't understand. It's really, t- click. Damn it. <laughs> Fraser, it's Niles again. Your message, I don't know why it's such a short thing. I should be able to just hit a button. But click. Damn it. <laughs> Eddie was uh, featured as a visual gag, mm-hmm. uh, staring at the thing. It would have been funnier if he hit just hit a race or stop or something. <laughs> yeah, this opportunity for a joke. What if Eddie the dog picked up the phone? <laughs> <laughs> and Niles is somehow trying to communicate with the dog. Like, Eddie, please run to the room and wake up my dad if he's taking a sleep. No, I don't need. Look, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie's like rough, rough, rough. Come on, Eddie. This I is do serious. Try to solve my own problems, okay? <laughs> Ruff, ruff, ruff. I am taking ownership of this problem, okay? I don't know what to do. That's why I'm calling. Ruff, 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 ruff. You know what, Eddie? I don't think you're in any position to judge me. Ruff, ruff, ruff. <laughs> <Just that. laughs> so Frazier comes in, white knight style, comes in like, no, no, just like he's the ultimate. No, no, this will be very inconvenient <laughs> if you mess up my relationship with my maid. Yeah, that's really his whole motivation. Like, he doesn't want to have it complicated. No, no stop! Yeah. I've already gotten this one to accept expanded job duties that were not in the original description. Yeah, they're well beyond the scope of her job description. You would mess everything up. Niles, damn you! There has been extensive scope creep in this arrangement. Yeah. 
Andre's just really like, what a cock block this guy is, right? <laughs> like, is that his move? Does he do that? Like, he just go out to make out point where there's some teenagers. He just comes rattling his car. He's just honking his horn like, beep, beep, beep. You'll regret this. Beep, 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 beep. Your parents are coming. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> no ass for Frazier. No ass for kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just honking his horns. You got people looking up, you know, from the backseat, like, what the hell? <laughs> Jumps out, starts banging on all the windows. Yeah. Yeah, he just comes out, he has like a drum kit. He's like, bah, 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 bah. I don't know how to play it. Never had a lesson. Bah, 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 bah. It's uh two forty five in the morning. The hottest dance club in Seattle is clearing out. You know, it's uh it's like it's got something like a debauchery fifty two yeah. or something like yeah. that. It's kink night, and he's just out there with a sign that says, it's like, 32% of all people have herpes. <laughs> These are facts. I am a doctor. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he's also handing out his like flyer for his show. Yeah. Also, I'm listening. <laughs> Cross promotion. <laughs> if you parked in the parking lot, I've already put <laughs> leaflets under your windshield wipers. 32% of people have herpes. <laughs> I also would like to note, it started raining after I put the flyers on. I apologize for that. <laughs> I used a very low-weight paper. It will stick to your windshield. <laughs> All right, guys. We're signing off. I've been Adrian Laram. I've been Greg Catapodi. And this has been Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast, Season 1, Episode 17, A, a Midwinter Night's Dream. Yes. You know, we have a premium double-length episode. Twice the comedy. Sign up on Patreon, and you get twice as much comedy, twice as much Adrian and Greg. Yes. Who is it for? People that like comedy. People that like us. People that like comedy and us and want to support us. It's a good way to do those things. Money is applause, guys, and every little bit helps. So if you like the show and you want to see more of the show, sign up for our Patreon. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.